0: A hey, December twenty second. Welcome to living room sports talk here. McCallie, we got the great Zach Rothenberger here, taking you you know into you yeah. Know, let show before I, we're not going to do one on Christmas Eve, you know, because well, at that point everyone's going to be doing you know da 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 like that, yeah. that that whole thing. That's so, the thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know we do need we'll, we'll we'll make up for a good show today on Tuesday. It's why I'm like trying to like look at my phone here. and just I'm just going to like own it. Like, and I was trying to retweet the link, you know, to to the show starting, but. Uh, you know how I hate when Twitter, when you're looking for a tweet and you know it really just happened and somehow it's still not the first thing you see? Oh, oh yeah. You got to love it. You got to love it. I feel like that's the, the ultimate first world problem. All right. Anyway, we got a great show for everyone. A lot of football chatter, You know, snow on the ground, Christmas and the holidays around the, in the corner. Football is back, means there's playoff rates up. Scenarios, clinching scenarios, playoff machines are, are used a good bit. It's, it's a fun time to be alive if you're a football fan. It really is. And, uh, you know, it's great. It makes it even better when you have your team is still involved and and there's still a chance, you know, so it's great. You know, it's an engaging football season, to say the least. And I'm just thankful we have football season this year. I know. I know. That's a good point. It's funny. When we really stop and reflect on what was it like back in July? June, yeah. and we're like, yo, if there's no football, like I won't be here this time, like during Christmas. Like we've said those things, like and it's like we kind of forget already. It's like, do we even learn anything through this whole year? But you know what I mean? Like, but it's, <laughs> it's Oh, completely agree. It's been it's crazy. It's been a wild ride, that's for sure. Yeah, you know, I I don't even hear the word wild ride after last night. Yeah. Should we hear those demons now? Get them out of the way. What do you think? Or you to do it? I just want to tease them a little bit yeah we'll he is see. the audience as they say um yeah do you see the rings on rise? i mean you see the shopping bags it's because i usually don't stay up for these games especially like a <laughs> Bengals- Steelers a Bengals game. game. Like i'm not staying up for that yeah normally i'm not preparing to stay up for that normally i did i didn't think i had to i did and everyone's like what do you gamble on it's like no 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 money um <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. All right. Also, do you want to start with part? We'll, we'll talk a lot. Of football. We'll talk about the Monday night football game. I'll get. i elaborate more as you know, as the the viewers pop on the show keeps rolling. Uh, here on this beautiful December night, I don't even know it's really beautiful. The skies. I feel the skies. Yeah, it snows up. on the ground. You know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Christmas yeah, week. Like but yeah. you know, it's going to be a snowy white Christmas. I'd say. Yeah, it's so. kind of cool, but right? I think it's supposed to yeah. snow tomorrow. Alexa, what's the weather supposed to be tomorrow? Here's the forecast for tomorrow in Malvern. Look for partly sunny weather with a high of 42 degrees Fahrenheit and a low of 35 degrees. It's Not snow. That's all right. That's yeah, all right. Well, we have uh, a lot of snow on the ground, so it's yeah, going to be there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, but that's it. So, like I said, we got a great show. We'll do, a little, <clears throat> excuse me, a little Monday Night Football recap, and we'll talk a little bit more about the playoff picture. You know, honing in on all that. uh so it should be good. Yeah, but that's it. Why don't we just... And we got Sugar Street, obviously, it's Tuesday. That's right. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about the weekend. You know, ahead, obviously, we got to cover it, even though it's Tuesday. It's, it kind of feels like the weekend sooner, you know, with Christmas being on Thursday, with Christmas being on Thursday. On Thursday. Um, all right, but, Zach, anyway, as I ramble on, should we get a little clickbait uh, cleanup, getting started, everything? Yeah, absolutely. So I have my original one, but I also stumbled on something right before the show that I'm going to show you? Out there as well. A bonus <laughs> so one. We're going to have a bonus clickbait. Woo! So my original one... Uh, is on Twitter, you know, and this guy he's a he's a Giants beat writer, and he goes he tweets the Giants might have made the right call picking DJ over Haskins guys. I mean, I thought this take was over with like <clears throat> last season, and this guy's bringing it back up again just because of a picture that surfaced on social media with Dwayne Haskins. I mean, I don't think it takes a picture on social media for this to come back up. I think you look at the stat sheet. And just the way they play the game. And I think that answers your question. So, this is just the softest take I've seen. And now we're taking this back up again. And probably uh, oh, shout out to Rick in the chat. I love it getting it started early. Um, yeah. But it's funny because, well, there's a few things that we had to wait to take, you know, strip these layers off of this. Dwayne Haskins, no pun intended. <laughs> <I'm on. laughs> yeah. um, all right, I'm sorry. That was a nice good joke. That was yeah. good. I can be better i can be better than this it's christmas i gotta do better than this look i'm just rocking the hat for everyone you know for our audio people are probably you know yeah i'm trying to be festive here yeah. uh but i do almost want to see my take for for when we actually dive in because i want to talk about about washington and the giants and, and I'm, I'm sure obviously that'll all come up because really my whole take of washington and their chances of winning the division right on what's going on at the under center you know what i mean right so so I feel like all, and obviously everything that, that happened with the headlines with between Haskins and Strip Club today, right? Well, there's a little teaser for everybody. There you go. There's a heads up uh, on what we're talking about. But yeah, I mean, right? I, I don't know if you want to chime in anything, you know, beforehand. Feel free. No, I was to say it's it's just a dumb take. Like we're gonna revisit the draft from two years ago again, and when one quarterback, I mean, neither quarterback has looked phenomenal. I will say that, but one quarterback has definitely looked better than the other, being Daniel Jones better than Haskins. So I don't know why we need to. We're beating a dead horse. And side note, I never thought you were allowed to... You can't have your cell phone out at a strip club. How, how did you get a picture at a strip club? That's, like, illegal. And why is there a strip club even open during a pandemic? That's another question. There's so many layers to this. <laughs> right? too many. I mean, could be still not worth that to the picture. True. That's a good point. Um... Yeah, but the why it was open is that—that that was the first thought I had actually. Yeah, this isn't the butt of bang from Sopranos. I mean, you know, come on. No, 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 no. no. Oh man, that's—is that what it was called? The butt of bang, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, do you want to hear my impromptu? Please, let's hear. It. So apparently, the 49ers have signed Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen off of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers practice squad, and I saw a couple of people, you know, reporters tweeting. Literally right before 7 o'clock Saying how Oh they should They should start Josh Rosen It would be really great To start Oh Rosen. my god Like really That's another take That you want to talk about bad I mean come on It's like Where were those guys 24 hours ago If I really asked you On the show last night Hey Zach Do you think Zach Rosen Or uh, uh Josh uh, Rosen Yeah Josh Rosen I can't even talk Uh should start next week Like you just laugh at me Yeah Oh exactly Yeah He's he's clearly proven That he's Shouldn't be in the NFL Unfortunately no, because I out liked him coming out of college, but I'll admit it. Yeah, I, I was, I was a hung jury on his, you know. But I was, I'm with you. I was kind of leaning more towards he would play well. I thought, I thought that he would out out of college, but he, you know, I think he had a tough break in Arizona, but then Miami, he had another chance, and he just fits magic. So, yeah, is that Ozzy back there? And that might be Scout. He's oh, chiming my. in. He doesn't like Josh Rosen either. Apparently, I love that. All right. Yeah. Well, and I'll say it's that point. But you're mentioning how you you know your original clickbait was about the draft and how uh, you know it was like what two years ago and it's like get get over it. Well, I'll tell you, Zach. I'll see you two years and I'll raise you like six. Um, I still can't believe we're still talking about little clickbait things with LaShawn McCoy and and his feelings for Philadelphia and how it hurt more. When they let go of him, and, and it was his best years were there, and it just it was an awesome situation. And uh, it just hurt a little bit more. Okay, who cares? Does anyone care? Does anyone care? Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's not a whole lot to say about this. Does anyone care? I don't care. You don't care, right? Yeah, I are crickets. No one cares. So it, it, that's like saying Tiki Barber is still butthurt. I forgot he's still in the box, dude. And, and if anything, hey, he should relax. That's like Philadelphia South down there. Right, exactly. I mean, that should be his free ride to the Super Bowl. Should be, you know, probably won't be, but that's probably what he was thinking. I notice he hasn't done anything for them. No, nah, no, nah, he's just one of those veteran players who signs with the team and hopes that he gets a Super Bowl. so. Yeah. it's it's horrible. But at that point, speaking of horrible, um, uh, yeah, you got to air this out. We should have had Emily on as a as a guest. You know, today. I told her, but then she was kind of on the fence, and I kind of thought, like, of all the times, like to get her on, this is not true. Like, yeah. this is not the vibes. It's not a positive scenario. No. Nah, nah. um, I mean, I've been there. You know, I've been there with the .14 fiasco. And, and let me, I guess, set the stage for everyone because i like, what the hell is he talking about? It's hard right now, Zach. Anyone that's been through a fantasy football heartbreak, like a real like a real one, they know how much it hurts. You, you know how much it hurts. Yeah, I do. I got scars, like, all my, well, you can't really, you know, like, just pretend they're there, but, you know what I mean, they're, oh, God, help us, all right, so, yeah, I'll I'll set this, I'll set the picture up, it's really hard for me to do, because it's funny, I actually, in my head was like, I should probably say out loud once or twice before the show, just like, what was, like, what was going on last night, because it's gonna be really hard to talk about, but, but, because I'm still in shock, (laughs) but I didn't do that, so I'm gonna really struggle to get this point across, all right, so, Zach, so. To that point, my girlfriend Emily. Yeah, she had a great, great fantasy football season. It was the one with great, great squad. Uh, and you know, if if she was to win a ring, like there's like I'm the part of that staff, like right that like scouted and helped her. You know, put the team together. So you know, you remember that night when we were we were talking when it was a draft night. Absolutely. Uh, that was that was close draft night. That's right. Yeah. So. And her team did a lot better than my team in closely that, that night. But but anyway, nonetheless, that's not the point. Uh I wish there was vodka in this water bottle, but <laughs> it, it's painful, that's for sure. She yeah, she was in a in a in a bitter fight. And honestly, I would not point fingers, but I'm a little I'm a little pissy. I, I I think you could point some fingers at the Giants considering he had the Browns defense and she had Wayne Gallman going. And you know, that's really that's what made this interesting from the jump. Um so in her league, that she's and the there. fact that Gallman only had nine carries is beyond me. So yes, I feel I feel that it's not good. Yeah, it's not good. But It's not into anything either. So I've on my hands. So um, as a Packers fan, but yeah. So her league, she was one seed as I ramble on here, and yeah, she needed five points from T Higgins. Just five points and a half a point PPR league. Yeah, half point PPR. That's important. Yeah, thank you, Zach. It's important yeah. to, to to outline that, and I mean. Dude, he had what three catches for 31 yards in the first half, pretty much the first quarter. Yeah, right. And you know, there's a few chances for the Bengals obviously to score or whatever, but they obviously like to run it instead. Um, yeah, dude, it didn't happen somehow. TA, Th- first of all, this starts with Ryan Finley, right? I, mean, oh. I don't even know. This is this horrible because like. If I start talking about my emotions, then I'm just going to trash the Bengals, and like I really don't mean to do that because they this is a great night for them and a great win for them, and, and the Steelers are in deep trouble. Uh, but it pains me so much when you know that Lily, you're down by a half a point, and all it would have taken was one reception yeah, uh, with a whole half to play, the whole half to play at least, and then some. Really halfway through the second quarter was that a hmm. sideways pass? Anything that you couldn't get it. They couldn't have done one of those little push passes like they've been doing. What they call it a pass, yeah. You know? No, it really reminded me of like a movie where you're strapped to a bomb and the timer just keeps going. You just know at some point like, it's like the, the bomb squad's not gonna get here. It's like you know, it's like Batman with Rachel and uh, Harvey, and they're just like, "Oh, it's gonna be all right." And they're like, "No, it's not." Yeah, I was gonna say it's like Saul to be a little more graphic, where you're you know, in the room and, and, and you gotta... to that point, actually, I'm so glad I, I brought up that scene because I feel like that's what it was. Like it was her team. I'm like Harvey sitting there being like, it's going to be fine. Like, they're going to save you. Like, you're going to be all right. And then T. Higginsons. And I didn't then have my face blown off today because I'm tired. And Finley only threw, was it five passes the whole second half? Correct. And, and that to me. Five, dude. Yeah. Five. And, and that to me just shows the lack of confidence that Zach Taylor had in him. All right, that's a perfect spin. Okay, so and real quick, before I spin into the rest of this game, anyone that has a horror story in fantasy, like where you lose by half a point, well, let's hear it. Let's you know, hear it in the chat. Yeah, th- to... This will be the recovery hotline for this. Yeah, exactly, situations. exactly. It's like a hangover hotline. Um, but all right, to that point, uh, hangover holiday hotline. Fantasy hangover holiday hotline. Look at that. It's like the there Michael Scott go. Memorial Charity Run thing for AIDS or no, rabies. <laughs> rabies, um, yeah. 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 Uh, to that point, Zach, you bring up a great stat, right? So the Bengals only attempted to pass five times in the second half. Five. Two of those were T. Higgins, um, if we're counting, but who's counting? Anyway, this is a disturbing loss, right, for the Steelers. And, like, I mean, I'm not trying to be like every other show, right? Everyone watching the show right now or listening is probably like, yeah, all right, like, I could have watched NFL Network, ESPN all day. They've been talking about how bad, like, are the Steelers in trouble? Right, like everyone knows that this was a very alarming and disturbing loss for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but uh, I guess like that's kind of where I want to start. Though instead of just like pointing that out, let's like wiggle into it by by pointing out the set that right Ryan Finley, who I joked around and said anytime you can bet against him, you do it. Yeah. Right, like he, he passed by. T- it's almost like they worked around it. It was like the detour route, but they still got in on time. If you're a Bengals fan, it was almost like how. Do you let that happen as as the Steelers? How do you let them only pass five times? Like, do you not like? How do you stop not not stop the run? Is basically what I'm trying to get at. I mean, Zach, right? Like, this is it's a horrible loss for them. Yeah, no, it really is. And uh, before we get into it, you know, kudos for the Bengals. Obviously, this is a huge win for them and Ryan Finley and all that. So that's great. But yeah, this is extremely devastating for the dealer for the Steelers. I mean, everyone pinned this game as their get right game. I, mean, I did too. In my picks, I said bounce back game. Like they're going to blow them out. We all thought that. Yeah. Clearly not the case. I think the Steelers, you're starting to see the effect of having that buy in week four because of the teams they were playing, having the COVID issues and the Steelers being forced to take a bye week in week four. I think you're really starting to see that um, take a toll on the team. I th- they, they just look tired. The team, they just look tired. They're not themselves. That defense, Letting the Bengals score twenty seven points. I mean, that's unheard of for that defense. I know they're a little bit banged up, but I mean, come on. That run game, they just. I mean, they just jammed it right down their throat. I mean, and Giovanni Bernard. I mean, he's he's a decent running back, but I mean, he's not Derrick Henry by any stretch of the imagination. Well, and their defense. I mean, they played out of their mind too with the turnovers. I mean, how many turnovers did they have? Was it two or three last night? Uh, something along those Let's see. I know Ben had an interception. Which Ben, by the way, does not look good. Does not no, look good at looks, all. You know what he looks like? He looks like right before he got hurt. Yeah. And then there was the, obviously the mess with, like, Rudolph and Duck Hodges and all that. Like, right like now – and then he came back and I was like, yo, Ben looks rejuvenated. Not anymore. Now he looks like that before. They're like, did he, he trap the quarterback? Like, it almost looks like it was a mirage. Yeah. No, it, it really does. And it, it's a shame. And I was, I was talking to my dad today. I was like, you know – I almost wonder if the Steelers would be better off if they just rested Ben for a game, just purposely let him sit a game just for rest. And I hate saying that because I hate the whole load, man- load management thing that the NBA does, but he kind of needs it, I, f- I feel like. It, it's pretty clear. I mean, he's not making good decisions. He, he's thrown in a triple coverage numerous times over the last several weeks, which n- you should never do that. He's just making risky, like risky, risky decisions. leaving leaving like, his fastball over the middle of the plate. Right, exactly, exactly right. Whatever, just put on the DL for fifteen days. Let them figure it out. Yeah, completely agree. And you know, I tell you what, they're the road to the end of the season does not get any easier for these guys either. No. I mean, they play Indianapolis next no, week. No, dude, it's so hard. And they and Indianapolis is like salivating. They need to win that game. Yeah, no, they absolutely do. I mean, Indy's it, still a hunt to try to not be stuck in the wild card. <laughs> you know, so and the Steelers are on that that, that are teetering on the edge of hey, if the Browns win these next two weeks, which the Steelers play the Browns week 17, the Browns are the division champs. It's like, who it's, ever thought? It? It's nuts. It really is when you act, when you stop and think about how tight that playoff race is. It's funny because that was one of the things I was, I was going to bring up, and we'll spin into it in just a second. Is Pittsburgh all of a sudden – the I hate saying this because I feel like I'm a clickbait guy all of a sudden. But are they seriously the, 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 the least scary team – of of all the uh, the grouping of AFC playoff teams, like is that a really I, hot take, or is that like? I mean, if you, I don't think that's a that's too hot of a take at all at this point in time. You know, I mean, you you look at you look at the AFC playoffs, which I know we're gonna get to, but I mean, right now the last like number seven seed, the Miami Dolphins, at nine to five, and it could it could easily be the Ravens at nine to five. One of those two teams is going to make it in. They're both catching their stride at the right time. They're, they're tough. So absolutely. They've been like consistent. You know what I mean? They're, they're almost like pickup trucks, like the whole year. Like they're not exactly the flashes, but they're just, they're durable. Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, when you look you have the chiefs, the bills, Titans, Browns, Colts, Dolphins, I mean, then you have that Ravens in there too. It's, the Steelers are definitely the worst the worst playoff team in the AFC. I'd say at this well, point, and I don't want to go overboard with this take, but I actually want to bring it up. And I also want to bring up because everyone's talking about this today, and 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 I get it. But I also think that it's worth if you're going to bring it up, be better than just bringing it up. Like let's have a take to it, kind of a thing. Basically, what I'm about to do, not try to be like over the top, not like you know, challenge or you know call out the the character of uh, the Steelers locker room, but what do you think of this whole right like juju dancing and, and and i'll even before i pull up the video right like so i think first of all i guess there's a few ways to take this like what did you think of, of the the start to finish thing and i'll say just paint a picture for everyone and then we can just walk it through like step by step yeah sure so juju uh smith schuster is like a TikTok influencer or whatever big on that social media app and he always dances at the 50 yard line you know on top of the opponents uh, logo before every game. I mean, he does this this dance, you know, it's whatever. very like dance, kind of. Yeah, I think it's extremely childish, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. But but to your point about their locker room, the fact that no one, coaching staff wise or whatever, had said anything to him, like, "Yo, dude, do you realize when you do that, you're putting a target on our back?" Like, I don't know about you, Karen, but like, I'm a fan, right? And if he did that on the Giants at center field, you know, mid midfield, even though it's the NFL logo, whatever, he did it on our logo. Like that would extremely piss me off. So could you imagine being a player on the other side of the ball? And you saw that last night. Well, and I thought Peter Schrager on good morning football put it best today. He was saying it's almost like a family crest. Yeah. Like it's disrespectful. Exactly. It's like, uh, like Bronx tale or like, you know, like any of those kind of movies, right. Where it's just like, you don't disrespect like the, the other neighborhood. Right. Exactly. Like, and I saw someone on Twitter. I was on Twitter a lot scrolling through all the BS today. And, uh, Someone was like, oh, well, does it doesn't matter if he did it on the 30-yard line or the 50-yard line. I'm like, really? Like, does it, are you serious? Of course it matters. <laughs> right. And, and, and I think the biggest thing, right, like, honestly, and not to, like, downplay what you and I think or anyone thinks, but it's, like, the biggest reason you don't want to do that is because it pisses off your opponent, right? And, and I, I'm actually you not know, trying to be, like, like that that cheesy next-day football guy, but, dude, he paid the price for it. It was yeah. First quarter, boom! Oh my god, just leveled. Um, it was a Von Bell, the safety for uh, for the Bengals, just absolutely just leveled him. We I got to see this again. Look at that. this, it's great. That brought me back to the old Vontez Perfect. dirty hits across when <laughs> on the slant routes. Yeah, but that was ago. a clean hit though. That, that, that was, was such a, That was textbook great. I mean, yeah. I, I, let's watch, I'll watch it again. Like, we, I mean, you can't watch this enough. That's how great it is. Yeah. And like I said, I, I love this because I'm a big fan. I think when coaches are always trying to emphasize, you you do, you respond, you retaliate to these things the right way with uh, with your play-level score, by the way, that, that came up. It was like how it started, how it's going or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, no, I think for a lot of coaches always try to say to players, right, like, you know, stay composed, take it out on someone on the field. Uh, and, and I think this is the perfect example. of That which, which is why I think I'm, I'm celebrating it so much. Um, but to that point, I'm also, I think, right. You gotta be happy the Bengals won, right? it's kind of, it, and I think that helped charge them, right? I love that Ryan Finley grin. Yeah, that, like did you see that live? Oh, I saw it. Well, did you see him squinting? Like my eyes were, were straining for him. With, oh, it, was, it was, weird. He's just like this the whole time. It's like, dude, do you need glasses? And he had like that kind of, Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but, but I'm happy for them, and I'm happy for that franchise. Especially, I, it kind of makes you wonder. And I'm not trying to be that guy. All of a sudden, be like, "All right, dude, stop." But it's like, are the are the Bengals and the Jets? And I'm not when I say this. I know they might fire Adam Gase anyway. They probably will. The Jets it is, and Zach Taylor probably will stay another year. But between them having Joe Burrow coming back next year, obviously the full full you know training camp under his belt, and then the Jets kind of grinding out these games for them. I mean, obviously that clunker um, out in Seattle the guys is just but, but right there's, there's something about them. They don't give up either. Yeah, they, they have some type of grit, that's for sure, which you are, got are to admire. These teams far, yeah, so I, mean, like, I was going to say, like, I guess to my point, like are these teams, like, far away? I think the Bengals are closer. I think the Bengals the are closer to the Jets. Um, even if the Jets get a new coach, I still think the Bengals are closer just because I feel like there's a lot of toxic and just turmoil within the Jets organization kind of from the top down. I think they see to work for that. And they might deal with, like, Sam Darnold, maybe without mm-hmm. Sam Darnold. There's, like, so many layers to that, too. Yeah. You know what would be great is if Carson Wentz ended up being on the, the, the Jets. That would, uh, I'm sure he would appreciate that. Could you imagine? Yeah, but the Jets are really, like I feel like, I feel like they just need to – more weapons on offense, right? Like I, They need more help on, on in the receiving group. And defensively, I just think they need more discipline. Like, they're not – to your point, they aren't super far away, but they need, like, some key pieces to happen. But the Bengals, I feel like just because that team's been together longer, Zach Taylor has a better grip with that organization, and Joe Burrow, obviously. I just think the Bengals are closer. And, and it's funny you say that because um, – what was I going to say? I, I think it's, it's like here we are. We're talking about the Jets and the yeah. Bengals. Like, and that's on me, obviously. But I'm just sitting here. I'm thinking, like, this is what the Steelers have done to us, dude. Like, it's it's a great, like, we're almost talking about the Bengals more. And, and, the, and to that point, the AFC North is wide open. It really is. It's a three team race. I mean, heck, the Ravens could, could finish 11 5, which, you know, they've. they've been... And the Browns could win the division or miss the playoffs. Right. It's just so. It's just crazy, but now I'm, I got ask a question: Could yeah, this please. could this loss springboard the Steelers and maybe be a splash of cold water on their face to wake up? It could be because I feel like this is the so Steeler Pittsburgh narrative, just a Pittsburgh narrative in general. It's like, oh, now you really think they're out? Now they'll turn around. Yeah, because I was gonna say I had kind of a feeling that they something happens and they beat the Colts next week. But if they do that, then it's just like oh, no. it's like that. Now you're all in big big trouble. <clears throat> right yeah exactly um all right But so let's you know let's just let's just open it up right aoc let's do aoc playoff chatter right um there's, I mean, there's so many ways this is more cracking if you will know, the, the picture right now so these are the only teams left we chopped off an house which is weird seeing new england not on there um but the show must go on as they say um all right, but uh, point, and, and I know Uncle Ricky's got to be worried, Zach, about uh, those Ravens. You know, they got two – I mean, you guys have a little family battle here, you know, this week. Uh, he's feeling pretty confident as far as what I've been hearing, so you know, we'll yeah, see. We'll yesterday stay. he was pretty confident. I mean, he, he has every right to feel confident, so. Well, we have- but, you know it's funny? That's actually a perfect, uh, perfect way, I think, just to – because I was like, I have so many different like things I want to ask about this conference, but I think that's the best way to start. Who is the hottest team right now in the AFC, in your opinion? I think it's the Bills. Yeah? I think it's the Bills, you know, uh, absolutely. I mean, you know, after that loss to the Cardinals with the the Hail Mary, uh, I mean, granted, you know, they played the Chargers and the 49ers, but they won those games like you're supposed to fairly easily. Then they come in, and at that point in time, the Steelers are the team to beat, you know, whatever. They beat them by eleven points. Per, again, pretty handily. They go to Denver, travel to Denver, deal with the, you know the elevation change, all that stuff. Don't get too high after that. After that victory of the Steelers, Destro- they destroy the Broncos. Right? I mean, Josh, like, like I said yesterday, Josh Allen, he's playing great football. I'm not putting him up like we said yesterday. I'm not putting up with Aaron Rodgers and Mahomes and all that. But, he's but he really playing is phenomenal. playing well. He's he's playing phenomenal football, and I'm happy to see it because. He's he's a good dude. Like he's a great guy. Like you, you watch his social media stuff, like stuff he posts, and just everything with Buffalo they do for him. I'm not I'm not trying to repeat myself from yesterday, but they just have it going there. They, like you can't. There's something to say for team cohesiveness and camaraderie and culture over talent. And the Bills are talented, yeah, but they're not the most talented team. I don't think in the AFC, but they have that camaraderie that's scary. That that team work, the team building and everything they have been working right now is just scary. It's, and it's happening – it's clicking now more than it did all season. Well, and, I, and I'll almost just add on to that, I think, right, the, the blueprint, if there is one – I mean, obviously there's a few different blueprints, but if you had kind of the traditional, right, the classic at the restaurant, if you will, blueprint of uh, how to win a playoff game, how to go deep in the playoffs, how to win a Super Bowl, it's gritty defense, balanced offense where you can run the ball, obviously, but you also have a quarterback that can make a lot of plays. Like, they have all the boxes to win the whole thing. They got weapons yeah. on the outside. They can run the ball. They obviously have a good offensive line. Josh Allen's making great decisions this year. Their defense is great. Like their special teams are good too. Oh yeah. No, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, think about, you yeah, know, and not to harp on that Hail Mary, but they're a Hail Mary away from being 12 and two. And then at that point in time, you're looking at them as like a favorite to possibly win a Super Bowl. you know, top four team to win a Super Bowl probably. I know. Are they, are they the scariest team? Cause that's the next question I have. Who's the scariest? Like, Who's a team where you just look at it and you're like you're a fan of whoever and you're just like oh god I think be anyone be Kansas City obviously they're thirteen to one yeah the Santa hat's making my like ears itch so I'm like sitting here I'm like oh it'll do that to you I don't know how the big man does it I don't know I know right <laughs> scary it loses it down the chimney. Yeah, right? Scary. I mean, besides the Chiefs, I think that's an obvious one because every time I watch the Chiefs game, I swear to God, Tyreek Hill is running 80 yards downfield and no one's catching him. It's just kind of – I'm tired of seeing it. It's just that scary. Oh, I know. What like, about that option play they had against the, Like You know, it's always like some type of like creative just – you're like, wow, God, how, how would I how would my team stop that, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I mean, Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy is mean, just – they're geniuses. They're offensive geniuses. That's easy. That's, that's all I can say. I mean – I think it's the Chiefs, but I mean, besides the Chiefs, who who would you say? Who do you think is scary? I, you know, that's tough because they're all they're all great teams. I'm like looking down and just like so. I, it's funny because i I wrote down what the matchups would be, and I'll, let me pull the bracket real quick for everyone mm. again. And yeah, but you can just kind of do the math. I'll, I'll walk I'll walk everyone through it. Uh, but think about it, like. To- so yeah. right now the Bills would be the two seed. They'd be playing the Dolphins. Like that's not fun for them. But I also think they should win that game. So it's tough for me to say the Dolphins. And it's like okay. Then you got Pittsburgh versus Indy. Indy's good, but I feel like there's always that like question mark where it's like well, what about Philip Rivers. It's like yeah, I, I'm never going to be like terrified of Philip Rivers. I'll be I'll be scared, respectfully terrified maybe, but not like fully terrified. Um, and then you find this Tennessee-Cleveland game, and I think, like in in a weird way, Zach, I think like that's kind of my answer. It's like a half-ass answer for you, but it's like whoever wins that game is the team that's the scariest to me because they're like kind of the same DNA. They both ground and pound, whether it's Chubb and Hunt or Derrick Henry, right? De- Brian Tannehill's having a hell of a season. Baker um, the Mayfield's having a really. They're both good. Like I'm not turning the ball over seasons, which is something I think that needs to be celebrated on both their ends. Um, the Titans are winning football games. They're quietly just playing well and just kind of dominating down the AFC South. And people are going to write them off because everyone's enamored with the Chiefs, enamored with what's going on with the Steelers crashing, or the Bills playing well. But, like, they're playing well, too. So, they're a problem. So, I think whoever would win that four versus five game could be a huge problem for the Chiefs. Maybe beat them, and then they're off another way. The Ravens, if they got in, I mean, that's the other thing. They could be terrifying. I also love the love in the chat for the San Hat. I love that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. So, I think that's a, a kind of, like I said, a goofy answer. But it's whoever wins that four versus five game? No, I don't think it's goofy at all because my response was going to probably be the Browns. We're I mean, playing the Titans, <laughs> same, same exact as you. So, we're on the same page. I mean, Baker Mayfield is, is playing like a man possessed right now a little bit. And with that running game, they have everything you just highlighted. And I hate to I hate to say this because it's not, I don't want to use your blood as like my – like carpet but it's Lay like it. Laying it, man. that game on sunday i think to me proved they can win it in multiple ways like right like we saw them have that that loss to the ravens that was an absolute shootout but they just found a way to because the giants need to win that game the Giants are a good team in my opinion with joe judge like coaching that like they're gonna be sound and they, they won that's a tough game to win so I, I think to win that game the way they did win it i i think that speaks volumes about what they have and what they could build for the playoffs um I can see them being Tennessee. Oh, absolutely. Remember, T- Tennessee absolutely murdered them week one. Not that it means anything, but it was like week one of Freddie Kitchens with Marcus Mariota was the quarterback. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. No, I, I agree. And Tennessee has some holes on defense that, the, that a Browns offense could, could uh, take advantage of. So, point. If that is a matchup, that's going to be a very – that will probably be one of the best matchups of the weekend. I can totally see Indy and Cleveland both winning. Absolutely. It being like Bills, uh, Bills, Cleveland in Indy, uh, indie Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, I mean, could you imagine? Now, let me ask you this. That's like I hate asking this question because it's, it's so. It's like, I don't know, Karen. We'll see. What? Where? Where do you? I'll just. I'll say. I'll put it this way. What do you think of the Chiefs? And and I'm going to add this. Caveat, not to be like Zach. Here's the way you should be talking about this. like blink. They haven't lost a game since week five. They've been in a lot of close games. Usually, that means that you're at some point going to have either just an egg game. It's like fantasy, kind of like you haven't lost in fantasy in a minute. You're always in these like tight games. There's always that one week where your team doesn't show up at all. You almost can't run or hide from it. I mean, maybe there's a team that can, you know show immunity to that it's patrick mahomes and andy Reid with that that innovative offense with eric enemy and mike kafka and all them. but like I, I i don't know what what do you think of their chances obviously by is huge i don't know the, dude there's every single one of these teams besides maybe the steelers right now are like a team that i would not want to see at all oh you're exactly right two so their last, last six games, they've won by a... And this is a standard take everyone's saying. Their last six six games, they've won by a combined 24 points. So they're averaging four points per victory in their last six games, which which you, you can do the caveat, hey, they're winning close games. That's great. Exactly right. They are. But at some point in time, you're, you're going to bend and you're going to break. Um, now, their schedule to end the season isn't really anything to write home about. They play the Falcons and the Chargers. So <laughs> theoretically, they should finish 15-1, and one, but... You know, we'll, we'll see. But overall, my take with the Chiefs, they're scary. They're scary because of their offense, but solely because of their offense. I think their defense has been, you know, mediocre at best this year. And uh, I think they can be beat. But that offense has just so much firepower. However, I would take the Packers' offense over the Chiefs' offense. Hey, You're Merry welcome. Christmas, Dad. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Merry yeah, Christmas, yeah, yeah. we're going to holiday cheer, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, I, I know what you mean. I. And I hate to say this because you're a Giants fan. I'm a Packers fan, but I really smell a lot of 2011 Packer vibes with them. They go 15 one, maybe the year after they win the Super Bowl, and then it's like then you run into that buzzsaw, like the 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 the, the Brandon Jacobs, you know, Giants. It's like oh god, my Bradshaw, and the whole Crow. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And I think if there is a year <laughs> for the Chiefs to maybe get upset in a divisional round, I think this is the year with how loaded this the AFC is. Yeah, I really do. I could see it happening. Yeah. I don't know if it will, but I, I could see it happening. At uh, that point, let's spin it over real quick, and well, actually, let's talk about the Ravens real quick. Like, do you think they get in? Because, I mean, we, I, I kind of just glazed over like what the matches would be after. But there's, I mean, the, the Dolphins have the Raiders this week, and then they have the Bills. Mm-hmm. That's that's not too easy games. The, the Ravens have you though, and I don't think that's an easy game either. The next one against the Bengals will be, but but even that, they just beat the Steelers. So you never know. Yeah. No, it's a great question because it's at the end of the day, it's gonna be between it's gonna be between the Dolphins and the Ravens. I mean, that's how I see it. That's how we all see it. And you you hit on it. The schedule difference is, is significantly it significantly favors the Ravens. And if you, you know, off of the the eye test their last couple of games, it seems to me that they're hitting their stride and they're really they've got some momentum going, which is you know good for them. So the Raiders technically are not out of it yet. And something tells me they could be a little bit of a scare for the Dolphins this weekend in Week 17. After that big game against New England, yeah, yeah, exactly. So Week 17 is going to be. I still think the Bills are going to be playing hard Week 17 because you know, only one team gets a bye now, not the top two. So I think they're going to be fighting for position and try to get lock in that number two seed. Um, I, I, the simple answer for me is the Ravens. I think the Ravens are getting in. I don't, I don't know about the Dolphins. And I hate to say it because all offseason I was high on the Dolphins. You know? um, it's, t- it's tough. I mean, isn't it crazy that this was the playoffs last year neither would get in? Um, so now I hear something for you? Yeah, let it all So it. their tiebreaker would be, because they're not in the same division, would be their conference record, right, if, yeah. if not head-to-head. And I don't think they played each other this year, did they? No. Is it your own divisional record over conference or is it? So I think if you're in the same division, right? But divi- it's division is it division regardless, and then conference? I think it might be. Okay, yeah, I think, yeah. Okay, so Dolphins are three and two in their division. The Ravens are three and two in their division, and you know the Dolphins play the Bills. That's a divisional game, and the Ravens play the Bengals. Bengals. a Divisional game. So say they both win those games. Oh four, man, four and two, and then you look at the conference record. The Dolphins are six and four, and the Ravens are six and five. And the Dolphins' last two games are conference games, AFC games. So, so I'm not trying to get too technical here. Okay, that's why they have the tiebreaker, because they have a better conference record right now. Right, exactly. And because yep. and it's a push on the on the divisional. Line. On the divisional, yep. <clears throat> now, of course, I want the Giants to win this weekend, obviously. But, I mean, <laughs> would, I, would I be surprised if the Ravens beat them? No. So I think I think it's the Ravens, man. I really do. I think it's the Ravens. Yeah, you're welcome, Uncle Ricky. <laughs> it, it, what do you think, like, though? I don't know. I, don't know. I, I The Dolphins are tough, man. They find ways to win. But they're like, a jaded team. They are. They're like Mike Vrabel 2.0. They really are. I mean, if the Dolphins do find a way and they win these two games against you know, the Raiders and the Bills, um, I think they're going to be burnt out. They'll come playoffs, and they're probably going to be done first round. But... Still, a huge difference for the Dolphins compared to what we've seen in recent history. So, look at that—they're saying you're going down this weekend. Wow, you know, see, I beat—I'm a gentleman. I'm a nice guy. I say that I wouldn't be surprised if you beat us. I think you're going to make the playoffs, and I get—I get the trash talk. Yeah, all right. Well, you know, what? let's let's take, take back away. everything I just said. <laughs> let's uh, let's spin over a couple seconds to the NFC here. I got a whole million notes on that one too. Um, right, so. I got a good glass of water there. Man. I feel like that one. This conference is not as exciting. You say it's, it's unique. I mean, you got like the the ugly duckling of the NFC East. No offense, I'm sorry, but like, but like you got like there's. It's a whole different world. It's like the heat miser and the and the cold or the ice miser or cold miser or whatever it is. You know, like yeah, yeah. Try to get my Santa, you know, groove vent here. It's the heat miser. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he sucked. So. <laughs> All right, to that point, let's look at the NFC, and I'm not, like, trying to wiggle in and be like, oh, let's, let's talk about the Packers a little bit, shall we? Uh, but, right, like, is this their conference to lose? 100%. I mean, when you look at the standings, looking at it, you expect to see, like, t- you after looking at the AFC and how tough it is from top to bottom, and then you look at the NFC, it's like, wow, the NFC is, like, completely barren compared to the AFC from a skill perspective. And it hasn't felt like that in a minute. No, no, it hasn't. I mean, the Packers are, are clear cut, and I'm not n- no jinxing involved. The Packers are the clear cut front runner in this, in this uh conference, if you ask me. I mean, the Saints, yes, okay, but the Saints haven't been playing like the Saints to me this season. They've been kind of meh, nothing it's a little different. wonky, yeah, yeah, and then. Seattle, I, I think their their defense is nothing. They don't. They do not have a good defense, and you can only rely on Russell Wilson so much. I think that's starting to, to trend downwards. If you ask me, you know, it's um, a hot take. <laughs> the, the team that scares me the most probably is the Rams. To be quite honest with you, yeah, you know, it's funny because I wanted to bring that up, right? So I know a lot of people are ripping, and, and I get it, right? They're ripping the Jets or ripping the Rams for losing the Jets. And everyone's like, "Oh, well, the Rams suck. They lost the Jets." Is there any chance this was just that one night they drank way too much and they actually can go out and handle their alcohol most nights? It's just that one night they just threw up everywhere on, like, the person's carpet? Yeah. You don't think that's a humbling loss for them to go run train the rest of the season into the playoffs? That's what scares me. I think they're going to beat Seattle next week. Oh, well, I, I absolutely, absolutely think so. Do you know so. the spread is on that? I'm actually I'm going to take a look at that just because I feel like if, if we – if we're right on the mark with that, if it's like two and a half or something like that, it's like, oh, you know the Rams are winning. <clears throat> Let's take a look real quick. It is. The Seahawks are minus one and a half. Oh, yeah, the Rams are winning that game. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, I will say, though, the Cardinals, I, I do think the Cardinals are slightly scary as well. Not to get back on my Cardinals high horse. I was about to ask, you think they're going to make the playoffs or not? But, okay, so that's where you're at right now? They're, they're, they're good to go? Yeah. No, I, I definitely think uh, – definitely maybe Carl's make the playoffs. I mean, they played 49ers this week. Josh Rosen, Nick Mullins, I don't care who's starring. You know, you want to keep the theme of Christmas, sweet baby Jesus could come down and start, and they're, the 49ers are not winning that game. So, uh, um they're, they'll win that. They'll be 9-6. and six. And the, the Bears, I mean, the Bears are their only real competition to try to get slide in at number seven, which don't really know if I see that happening. Well, I was going to say, right? Like, what? Is there any shot? They're starting to play good football, I think. Which no, I can't also, believe I'm saying that. No, they, you, it's no. a bell curve moment. You know, they win six. <laughs> they really yeah. won five and they lost six. There they yeah. go again. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, they play the Jags this week. So, I mean hypothetically they should win that puts them at eight and seven then they play the pack week 17 which again i think with this whole one which i which i like is this whole one uh by team that forces i think everyone to play all the way to week 17 now because yeah. the packers will probably have a one game lead over you know the saints or whoever for second but that doesn't ensure that they're gonna get that buy so they're gonna have to play hard week 17. Well, my hope is they win on Sunday, and the Rams beat the Seahawks, and then they just—they're good. They just gotta win, they are good. Yeah, but what about the Saints then? Well, we have a one-game lead on them and the tiebreaker, so oh. to clinch it, yeah. Oh, perfect. Well, there you go. Yeah. So I'm mistaken. <laughs> yeah. No, no, out. no. It's it's the only thing I think about when I fall asleep at night. Um, hey, but but, but yeah, the Rams are scary. What about what about Tampa Bay though? I know you. I know I know like a, it's like pulling teeth trying to get you to compliment them, and I get it. But I also think they're they're almost like in that. I think they're almost playing the card that you're thinking about with Pittsburgh, where it's like everyone's calling, kind of like, oh, yeah, I don't know about them. It's like, well, wait, hold on. I don't know because, but then I pivot, and that's like to steal the thunder here on this like this point because I want like, your opinion on it. But I also asked myself, okay, they would probably have to go to Washington, then they'd have to probably go to Green Bay, like. And then, if anyway, they want that, it's like we kind of, I think, talked a little bit about this on the show last night. It's like, right, like there's that's such a steep road for them. Yeah, it really is. They have a uh, tough hill to climb. Not necessarily with the regular season. Uh, you know matchups going forward. Uh, I forget who they play this week, but I know week seventeen is the Falcons. It's um the Lions. They put the Lions on Saturday. Okay, right. So the Lions and then Falcons. They'll kill them so. that game too. You you take that to the bank. Yeah, I mean, oh, those Saturday night games are typically either two blowouts or one is a guaranteed blowout. Mm-hmm. Like we learned that last week and from years years prior. Oh yeah. <clears throat> no, you know you are you are onto something with the Bucks. Their defense just doesn't scare me. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything for me. And I still think they're trying to figure themselves out as a their identity on offense. I think there's a lot of egos still that they're working through with Bruce Arians and you know uh, Tom Brady Thomas. and Tom Brown. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think you're right. It's funny. I could see them losing to Washington. Yeah. Hey, well, that's been the formula to beat Brady in his whole career: is is get to him, put pressure on him. Yeah.
1: He's well, not that, the most
0: elusive guy, so is well. At that point, of, is it is it is it a lot that that Washington, you know, wins the division? I mean, they just they lost to, to Seattle. They were losing that game twenty to three at one point. They were clo- they they got it close, you know. Um, listen, I think the Panthers are better, and I think we both agree agree to that after Saturday. I, I can easily see Washington lose to the Panthers this weekend, easily. Yeah. Especially, you know, especially if Al Smith isn't starting quarterback. Well, it's us say who it is. Uh, let's do a talk about this. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, how is this real? <laughs> like, seriously, yeah. how, how, how is this real with Dwayne Haskins that he actually went to a – dude, this guy doesn't get it. No, he clearly doesn't. He doesn't get it. No. All right. So this is the true true question. I think the answer is yes, and we both are going to say this. Is that was that the last game? He ever starts with the Redskins or Washington, I should say. I think if Alex Smith isn't good to go this weekend, they'll be forced to to start him. I think. But otherwise, yeah, he's done. Because he, he just showed how little he cares about his team, and just about. Well, doesn't there's some quarantine now? Like, I mean, like that whole thing. Like. I, of the rules, like how is that not like being like at risk like being a grimy strip club? I mean, for, yeah, right, exactly. James Bradbury had to sit because he went to a chiropractor outside of the Giants organization, and then the next day he's clear all of a sudden. So tell me about that. But yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. He should be. He should not be able to play this weekend. No, it's it's ridiculous. No strip club is clean. Yeah, no. spray down the strip club, guys. No, no, that's. I mean, <laughs> when you leave, if we were playing like Family Feud, they said like name a place that's pretty gross and grimy. It's like, oh, strip club. Like, duh. yeah, like, yeah, you'll get ninety nine out of a hundred on that. one. Yeah, he said. Like, right. also uh, uh, love. Oh, wow, they're saying the little, little Packers love there on uh, on Amazon. I gotta love that. Uh, but I, so, I mean, the Giants have a shot, dude. I really, I really do. I really I really do think it, man. I think. You know, even if we lose this weekend, there's some I, here. I took a screenshot that would go over, and it's actually not that unrealistic that even if we lost, us. even if we lost this weekend, Panthers beat Washington, that can absolutely happen. Okay, the Cowboys beat the Eagles, that's possible. I kind of lean to think the Eagles will beat the Cowboys, but you know, you don't know. Ravens beat the Giants, okay. Giants beat the Cowboys. Um, Giants beat the Cowboys week 17. Eagles beat Washington. So in reality, it kind of doesn't necessarily matter who wins the Cowboys Eagles game, or you know, where you, you, you flip Cowboys beat Eagles, Eagles beat Cowboys, and Washington beat the Eagles week 17. Those are five things. I mean, it could easily happen. I mean, I, I hope it doesn't come down to that, but you can't. You, like I said, you just need you need Carolina to help help the cause. Yeah, There's we still need step We need. Have a you mi- seen anything? I know it's only Tuesday. I feel like tomorrow we'll have a better indication of like what Alex Smith is going through and stuff like that. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. I know they said that because it's with his, you know, surgically repaired leg. I guess it's a calf strain, and I guess because of all the surgery, he he his calf muscle is like half of a muscle compared to what it usually would be. So obviously, a strain for a smaller muscle would be a lot more painful, damaging. I would imagine. So they're they're going to take they're going to be. Yeah, right, there you go. They're going to be extremely uh, extremely cautious with them for obvious reasons. So, uh, Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, you, I almost would look at Washington and be like, this is on you when Kyle got hurt. How did you literally let Dwayne Haskins be your fall safe? Yeah, no, you're, you're exactly right. It's like right. Titanic having 10 lifeboats. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's on you. Everyone else froze. Yep, yep. <laughs> you're ex- exactly. <laughs> God, help us. Exactly right. I mean, it's very possible for the Giants. I mean, all I'm say is if the Panthers beat Washington, which can happen, if the Eagles lose this weekend or if they just lose Week 17, it doesn't matter. And if we win, um, well, actually, no, it wouldn't matter because if Washington won Week 17, they made a better record than us. So I take back what I just said. The Cowboys need to beat the Eagles this weekend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. It's exciting. that All these games are meaningful. It's fun it's that point i mean i I mean all the games i'm trying to look let's pull up the saturday i mean first of all how hyped are you that we got christmas day football i know that's different it's it's unique um that's i love it because i i forget if i was saying this on the show last night or not but it's like what i love so much about this and even thanksgiving football is they're meaningful games right like It's later in the season. Everyone's got to win the game, whereas in basketball, everyone loves Christmas basketball. In the NBA, it's fine, I guess. But it's just like, okay, well, it's it's December basketball. They could lose that game, and it's another brick in the wall. Yeah. No, you're you're, you're exactly right. It's exciting. It kind of gets those Thanksgiving football vibes going, which is always fun. Um, and looking at the schedule, so the Vikings and the Saints play each other on Friday, and then on Saturday there's a triple header. There's Tampa Bay at Detroit, which I think Tampa Bay is going to roll them. I don't know what you think, Zach. Yeah, um, yeah, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> and then San Fran at Arizona. I have no idea how that game is going to go. I feel like San Fran would somehow cover, but Arizona wins. Um, yeah, I think Arizona rolls, to be honest. But that's just and that's then I think that players. I think the Raiders play spoiler and beat the Dolphins. I can see it 100. percent I don't know. I could be wrong on that, but yeah, you know, we'll see. Um, all right, but tell you want to do a little show versus street? Yeah, let's do it. I, you, I, I feel bad. It was so confusing on my Giants' possibility of how we can make it at 6-10. and 10. Uh, No. no. And simple. Cowboys beat the Eagles. We can't have the Eagles winning twice or else we're done. So you're, yeah, well, it's funny. Uh, I, I'm looking down to it, our show versus street. Like, mine for you was, are the Cardinals going to miss the playoffs? But no, you know, actually, I was going to take that back because I like it, actually, because – you gave your kind of your, your street take a little bit. You know, I don't think this was your show take. You're confident in them. I am. I, yeah, I absolutely am. I mean, I think Free and Ayers are just falling off the cliff right now. They're just basically just trying to be healthy the rest of the year, in my opinion. And I don't see them posing any threat to the Cardinals this weekend. But they played I mean, the Rams, what, week 17? Yeah, so the Rams, week 17, would be the only, you know, possibility where I could see them, you know, finishing nine and seven. But even at, the, at that, um, Let's. i to Get the playoff machine here and see. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting it right now. Are you really getting it open? Yeah, but even with that, you got to hope that the the Bears would have to win one. You know, both their last two games, which uh, I don't know. And then the Cardinals have a better divisional record than the Bears do. Better conference record, so. I don't know. I I think they're making it. I mean, it's possible, but I I think the Cardinals are making it. I think they're more talented. Yeah, I don't trust the Bears either. They're they're a team that seems to be good. They're like a bride to me, but they can't be the bride. They can't commit to action, can't be married. But they love weddings and they love the idea of love. They're the team that's going to finish eight and eight right on the outside, scratching to get in. And then it's going to be this whole offseason like, oh, what do we do? You know, so Eric Smith wrote that song, Living on the Edge, all about them, I think. (laughs) Yeah, exactly right. That's why when I think of the Bears, that's the first song that pops into my head. Something's wrong with the Bears today. I don't know what it is. All right. Right. Um, There's a lot. That's for sure. Yeah. So um, all right, stage. so do you want me to spin into this? I mean, I just kind of dropped a little, little hint for for hoops as that starts tonight with, uh, with what – well, we got Kevin Durant and his former team, the Golden State Warriors, playing in Brooklyn and then the Battle of Los Angeles, the Clippers and Lakers. But, um, yeah, obviously the Sixers kick off tomorrow for us uh, in the Philadelphia area. And uh, I know you're feeling some type of way about this, eh? Yeah, I mean – I gotta know, dude. Like, I know you got Doc Rivers. You know some of these other changes they made, and in the front office, and and, you know players they brought in. Seth Curry being one of them, for example. Um, Are they going to be good this year, or are we going to settle for more mediocrity? Well, all right, I'll go show first. So on paper, on paper, I like what they did. I like what Daryl Morey did. I like how they built. The team around two guys that really need to stay in the middle of the floor, whether that's Ben driving or Joel posted up in the paint. Those neither one of those guys are really perimeter players, so you surround them with pretty solid perimeter players that have different avenues to their game. Which would hope, it, which would kind of hope, you know, let Tobias kind of play. I feel like he's the type of guy that can just kind of play the rhythm of the game a little bit. So he'll he's not really good at like filling in a role, but if he's got spacing in the right matchups, like he'll he'll dominate. So I think. They've given themselves the best chance to see if this Embiid-Simmons thing works. Um, I think it's addition by subtraction to like let go Brett Brown. I don't know how great Doc Rivers is going to be, but I think, like I said, I think it's going to help uh, that Brown's not there. Um, but yeah, I think that's my pre- that's, that's my show take. Uh, from a street perspective... Um, whew, that's, that's where it gets <laughs> tough, because I know. Well, it, will, it will gets tough because... I, I don't believe in them, Zach. And, I, and I've said this multiple times. I, I just don't it, it, all it's going to take is two weeks in, and Joel Embiid's going to be resting like halfway through the first quarter. and Everyone's like, well, you know, he's got to still get in con- he's got a condition for game shape. It's like, why do I not hear that anyone else? Right. Like it's, it's, that's what drives me nuts, I think, with this team. Oh, look, my box isn't there. That's great. Look at that. That's really, I, you know, the funny thing is, I, of course, look down, Karen, why you actually look for something one time? God help us. You know, the <laughs> funny thing is, it's actually there. I just had like the hidden. Icon on. Uh, it's all right, but you know, we just need to like a box score for my errors, and let's like, just grade me each show. That's the Uh-oh. only way I'm going to get better. <laughs> oh God! Can can any team compete with the Lakers? Though I mean, yeah. in the box, yeah, in the Nets, the super teams. Well, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Once you start, but there's a few of them that can compete with each other. But that's that's it. Right. You pretty much nailed it. Yeah, so you basically have so so going into the season, not just a general take type question here, but like who who do who we got? Like who's the team to beat besides? I, mean, I would say the Lakers. I would imagine. Yeah, I, I think the Bucks obviously, the Heat too. Yeah. I like what they're building down there. Um, I, I think the Celtics are obviously still in play. The Raptors are still in play a little bit, but I think I do like what the Sixers are building a little bit. What about the Nets though, with KD and uh, and Kyrie now together? Officially. It'd be good. I just I don't trust Kyrie. Yeah, he's oh, gonna God. stay healthy. He's gonna stay healthy. That's yeah, that's the thing. They need to stay healthy in Steve Nash's first year. I'm sure they'll they'll make it work, but I I don't know. I don't I don't I, I could see them losing the conference finals. Is it possible that Steve Nash is like the Ty Lu that they brought in for LeBron and just run over and they're just gonna have Kyrie? No, I, don't so, I don't think so. I don't think Steve Nash's personality. No, I don't think so either. I hope that's not the case. So. Nothing surprises me. Though. It's going to be fun. you pump pumped. By the way, so real quick, let me ask you as we're wrapping up the show here. What would you say with Christmas around the corner? I got three questions for you. Best holiday movie, best Christmas song, and best cookie you can get on Christmas. Oh, nice. Best cookie is a snickerdoodle. Really? That's a hot take. I like I, that. I love snickerdoodles. It's just cinna- the cinnamon's great. Like, Especially if it's nice and hot out of the oven, a little soft, and oof. Man, I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. Um, really? <laughs> yeah. Favorite move, Christmas movie? Yeah. Uh, you know, some people might say Die Hard is a Christmas movie, which I think that it's borderline. I'd say it probably is, but it's borderline, so I'm not going to say Die Hard. Or am going with The Grinch. Love The Grinch. The old one or the new one? I mean, the old one's classic, but uh, I like the old one better, I would say. I, was say, I watched. going to you hate Jim Carrey. Like, what? No, I know, I know. But, but for some reason the newer Grinch, even with Jim Carrey, I don't I don't mind it because I feel like the Grinch is like it's like a Christmas movie that's like the type of personality, you know. Yeah, it's a vibe. So I, I give him a pass on that movie with Jim Carrey. So we're gonna go to The Grinch, Snickerdoodles, Doodles. And what was your and best Christmas song. Best Christmas song. So I definitely do like Winter Wonderland for some reason. Oh like yeah. That. It's a nice, nice classic song. Sure. Um the one cover by uh, Tom Petty. It's Christmas all over again, whatever that's called. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I like I like that one a lot, too. So. like that one a lot as well. Check that one out. How about yourself? What, what are your, what's K-Max 3? All right, so, yeah. Well, all right, we're going, uh, what is it called? Happy Holidays? Is that the one with, uh, with Andy Williams? It's the holidays. Yeah. That oh, one, boy. yeah, right, yeah. That's oh, definitely yeah. the best Christmas one, um, in my opinion. And then I'm going Rudolph. Oh, So it's yeah. classic. Well, Burl Ives... You know, the, the old one, like with the oh, cr- yeah, 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 okay, perfect. I agree. Cornelius causing a ruckus out there, absolutely. The Bible snowman, absolutely. Oh, yeah, um, oh, yeah, it's great. And then I'm trying to think, best cookie, chocolate chip. You gotta go, chocolate chip, yeah, you classic. You can't go, wrong. I know. It's like, good. it's like, oh, really? Do you like the color blue, Kieran? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but gyps, they, hit, they hit different. Yeah, I'm pumped. Do you do anything fun for the holidays? Uh, I think just regular regular one so one of our traditions is you know christmas eve we watch the grinch as a nice. family it's like oh, a nice. tradition so we're gonna do that and then pretty low-key you know gonna keep it small you know nothing too crazy um and then saturday I got a pollyanna with uh nina's family so nice there you go yeah. how about how about you so we're doing uh, emily and i are doing gift exchange tomorrow and then just spending time with the family on christmas eve and christmas day and then uh yeah you know just doing the do it'll be fun there you go yeah it's always yeah. a good time oh yeah it's always a little rest and relaxation then like i said plenty of sports to watch and indulge in, you know it'll be fun that's right that's exactly awesome. right so since awesome. so that point we won't be on the show uh tomorrow or sorry not we won't be on anyway tomorrow but we'll be on thursday uh with it being christmas eve but we'll be back on the air next week so we hope everyone has an awesome holiday um and and, and really just a great christmas and if you don't celebrate christmas you know you, you know whenever if you celebrate anything you know obviously hope you had a great holiday as well um, and you know everyone just hope you stay safe and I, it's fine I'm never go with these things it's like, it's, like I, I, it's almost like going to a viewing I never know what to say to someone in a viewing it's like, oh, uh, like you know what I mean yeah it's I know, no matter what you say it's not it's not going to be perfect yeah, yeah. So. but you know I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas then. <laughs> yeah right any, any final thoughts uh, don't drink too much eggnog there we go. I like that. Yeah, that's that's. Oh, did you imagine? Oof. But but awesome. Yeah, we hope everyone has a great uh, holiday. And yep, we'll see everyone next week.